Former speaker. She is the president of Pleasant Gatherings Ministry. She's a barrister, a professor, a woman of God, a mother of all. A woman who has a penchant for the youth. We want to make welcome our mommy, barrister Mrs. Joy Obunaya. Hallelujah. Can we give a clap of renown to God, your maker and my maker, the creator of the universe? If you are a youth in this house, do something crazy for God. Somebody jump up. You want to grow older than your age? I say if you are a youth, jump up and do something for God.
tonight this is our declaration that you are all that matters and you matter for life we honor you exalt the name of jesus we glorify the name of jesus sweet holy spirit we welcome you once again in this arena and we ask you to glorify jesus as never before i come behind the cross and i plead on you that i be not seen or be heard but that jesus might be glorified in this house this weekend with the glory and praise of your holy name for in jesus christ precious name we give thanks amen please take your seat in god's presence if you are a lady as a queen and if you are a guy as a king amen i want to give god thanks for the privilege he has given me to be here tonight and i say to him alone be all the glory in the name of jesus and i want to say to god bear the glory amen i'm going to be as quick and as brief as possible tonight we'll continue tomorrow and we'll also continue on sunday amen tonight I'm meant to start this exposition on the topic that says seeking and following the Lord fervently and expectantly. Correct? Good. Now, I want to remind you that God's desire at this phase of your life is that you will serve him you will follow him with everything that is within you and i also want to remind you that his desire for you is that you come into the place of intimacy with him if you can come into the place of intimacy with him seeking searching finding following fervently expectantly becomes easier and becomes a norm i also want to remind you that there has been a contention over your destiny from the foundation of the world the enemy has no business with your seeking and with your following the lord he doesn't have any business with that so he will make every effort to ensure that as far as you are concerned as a young person you will have no business you too you will have no business with following with seeking with finding and with a kind of dwelling and tabernacling with him from adam and from genesis there has been a contention over your destiny and young people have been contending just to seek just to find and just to follow i said from adam till date there have been a contention if you doubt me take me to genesis 39 genesis 39 let's run fast take me to genesis 39 verses 6 to 12. 39 verses 6 to 12. now the bible said something in genesis 39 verses 6 to 12 it talks about a young man so he left in joseph's care everything he had with joseph in charge he did not concern himself with anything except the food he ate and joseph was well built and handsome not the word and handsome somebody help me say and handsome 
Now listen, if you are not talking this weekend, if you are not talking, you are a big suspect. I said I'm handsome. Help me get to the next one. And after a while, his master's wife took notice of Joseph. Can you imagine that? Somebody help me say, can you imagine that? And said, come to bed with me. Somebody said, can you imagine that? If your neighbor is not talking, ask your neighbor, are you the suspect she's talking about? But he refused. With me in charge, he told her, my master does not concern himself with anything in the house. Everything he owns, he has entrusted in my care. No one is greater in this house than I am. My master has withheld nothing from him except you. Because you are his wife, how then could I do this such, wicked, such a wicked thing and sin against God? Let, let, let's just take it from there now. Now, Joseph, handsome, young man, just like we have so many handsome men in the house, three of us, come on, do I have handsome men in the house? Yes, I can look at their faces. Handsome. But the master committed everything in the house. Security, he was in charge. Care of a kitchen, he was in charge. Everything, wardrobe, he was in charge. Everything, he was in charge, except to Mrs. Potiphar. And then the contention came. We are talking about contention as a youth. So he started in Genesis. And he's still on. And so the master's wife, you knew what happened. And she now desired to sleep with him. And like I said during the devotional within the week, because we dealt with that topic within the week, for those of you who are subscribed to my channel, we did say that, that he made every effort to keep out of her way. He kept himself out of her way. So, Joseph made every effort just to keep out of her way. Now, listen to this. Joseph was 17 years old when he was sold into slavery. Don't forget that before he entered the palace, he already knew God from somewhere. God was already showing him revelations through a force. So there was a relationship. That is what we want to establish. Before he came into Potiphar's house and then found favor. Can I let you know that for everyone who we seek, follow fervently, consciously, in this great season, must have a relationship with the Lord. With that relationship, there will be no followership nor seeking the Lord fervently. I give you another instance. The man called Daniel. Just that instance and then we move forward. You know the story of Daniel? How they were brought as captives from Babylon. And in Daniel chapter 1 verse 8, the Bible said, And Daniel proposed in his heart that he will not defy himself with the king's meat, nor with the wine which he drank. So, Daniel and his friends, they already had a relationship in Jerusalem before they were brought into Babylon as captives. Does that make sense? 
And when they came into Babylon, they were still observing the godly values. The righteousness they were taught about, the holiness they were taught about, you know, deep relationship they were taught about. Don't forget that the meat that was being offered in the king's palace was meant to be one of the meats you could get anywhere. I mean, I mean, it's not just one of the meats you could get anywhere. They were special meats, special drink, because he was in the king's palace. But for one reason or the other, which had to be established in verse 8, the Bible recorded that Daniel purposely decidedly decided that he was not gonna defile himself with the king's meat nor with the wine which he drank now mark these two things the meat and the wine were not the issue the point was that his destiny was concerned and as a young person i want to let you know there is a destiny before you that you must contend for by all means just like all these guys now if you go further you will discover that babylon was not a place where people come to know god how many of you want to travel abroad you want to maybe study in uk want to study in canada australia i mention them uh, where again u.s sweden i said how many of you want to travel you don't want to travel i say you want to travel abroad eh? you don't if you don't want it it will not come here when you want to travel now raise your hand come on now hear this bring down your hand you must decidedly decide like daniel did not to compromise his stand even in a strange land it's very very important because this decision was taken in Jerusalem and they carried it into Babylon. Can I let you know that what Babylon signifies was rebellion, pride. You know, or every evil thing, every sexual immorality, every evil thing you think about was being found in Babylon. But Daniel decided, if you doubt me, you go and read the same Daniel, chapter 6. You will discover that even the king, Nebuchadnezzar, had no business with worshipping the Lord. Eh? For you to become a child of God in Babylon, it must be by force. Somebody help me say by force. I say by force. You don't just become a Christian anyhow in Babylon. That was what happened to King Nebuchadnezzar. For him to honor God, for him to come down and worship the Lord, God had to remove one knot from his head. And the insanity case, eh? psychiatric case, some of you are nurses. You understand what I'm talking about. And some medical students among you. He had to develop a... God had to force him to develop a... a, 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 a psychiatric problem. Eh? The knot. God shifted it. And he went inside the wilderness. Inside the bush. And started eating grasses like cattle. A king started eating grasses like cattle. Why? Because God had to compel him. To worship him. That was what Babylon looked like. So in your traveling, as you have raised your hand, you want to further your education. Zania and Amagadash. Very soon, it will be made a linga franca. This thing I have just said now. I will say here. If you cannot speak in tongues in this house as a youth, it's an error. Somebody help me say it's an error. It's an error. It's not a norm. 
A norm is that you must speak. The Bible recorded that 120 of them were in, the, in one room on the day of Pentecost. The whole of the 120, if there were 120 that came to church on that day, the whole of them spoke in tongues. So why should you not speak your own tongues? So this weekend, if you desire it, you will be baptized. What are you talking about? Amen? Amen. So we are now bringing the matter closer. So they had a deep relationship with God. And that deep relationship with God now brought them into the place of intimacy. And that takes us to our text this weekend. Jeremiah 29 verse 13. You will seek me and find me. When you seek me with all your what? With all your hearts. You shall seek me and find me. Now, uh, if you have King James there, I think I prefer King James. You shall seek me and find me when you will seek me with all your heart. Now, I want to let you know that the seeking, the just seeking, there are two types of seeking you have to do. One is the ordinary seeking. And then the second one is the seeking that goes with all your hearts. Not part of your heart. With everything that is in your being. Can I have two guys and two ladies? Come on. If this is a youth organization. I mean, if this is a youth fellowship. Come on. Uh, can I have a guy? You look handsome. Kifa, na kifa. Handsome. Come, 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 come. Follow me. Come, 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 come. Come. Now, one of you, we are going to be very fast. We do this thing within less than two seconds as young people. Can you be missing somewhere? You are not missing in, in the physical, okay? Uh, even in the spirit, they will not find you when they are seeking. When evil comes, it will not see you. So just keep moving. Uh-huh. And they just be there as if you don't know there is a, a removal of fuel subsidy. No uh-huh. So please, can we now begin to look for her? Begin to look for her. One, two, go. Please, fast. Fast. At the count of three, you, you, you will tell me whether you found her or not. And let's see whether you are going to use your spiritual senses uh, to do the proper thing. One, uh, I mean, you have to run. Let's be fast. Uh, two, uh, have you found her? Have you found her? Uh, so, what is going on here? They have found her and they did what? She followed them. So, when you find him, what God expects you to do is to do what? To follow. Thank you very much. Take your seat. How many of you are on social media? Raise your hand if you are on social media here. May not have been on social media. We'll baptize you, came okay, I said, <laughs> if you are a young person, raise your hand if you are on social media. Keep on, keep on. Now, you have some people who are following you through of us. Some of you have up to 10,000 people following you, including Monday, one and one. The people who are dead, they are also following. I've seen some dead even on my, li- on my contact list. They are still following. I will sit here and the living. You have so many people following you. At some point, people decide to unfollow two of us. So you can follow somebody, and at some point, even if the person is no longer following you, you decide to unfollow. So, but the desire of God is that you will never unfollow him all the days of your life. Once you start following him, you are not expected to look back till Shiloh shows up. That is God's desire for you. So he said, you, we will seek him and find him when we do that with all our hearts. Amen. Now I want to suggest to somebody in the house, you know this thing they call salvation. How many of you know about salvation? Say salvation. Even if you don't know what I'm talking about, say salvation. Uh-huh. Salvation. This thing they call salvation is not inheritable. 
is not hereditary. That your father worshiped in chapel of his resurrection, and your father is um, something or the other, or your mother even preaches like Mambe Joy, or you understand what I'm saying? She's in the guild, or your father is this and that, does not make you to become a child of God. Because salvation is not hereditary. Some children, some people, before they come to this kind of a meeting, you know, their parents will be forcing them, somebody, a friend will be now uh, texting you, whatsapping, encouraging you, and some people that are still begging you to give your life to Christ. You give it today, you collect it tomorrow. To fear. Somebody help me say to fear. Aha. That is, a, that is an error. That is an error. You don't give and you collect. You don't give and you collect. So because salvation is not hereditary. And therefore, the Bible says in John chapter 3 verse 3, unless a man be born again. It didn't say unless all of you are born again. Unless a man be born again. So it's a singular thing. It's a personal thing. Are we still here? So if you are not yet born again, the best thing I suggest, the best thing for you to do here this weekend is to get born again. Stop being churchy. We have passed the era of being churchy. Stop being full of activities. There are so many young people in church full of activities. Activities without relationship goes to no activity. There must be a relationship. Christianity is about relationship. Are we still here? Christianity is not a religious thing. It's about a relationship. Come on. It's about a, a relationship. For God so love the world. That is relationship. For God so love. Somebody help me say that is relationship. Don't worry yourself. How many of you have been in love before? You've been, you've fallen in love before. Either by default, I'm a lady bush. Na, na, na. I said, are you sitting here? No, tomorrow, tomorrow, you will, if you don't want to answer the question, tomorrow, when we'll be talking about, you say we'll talk about love tomorrow. Is that true? Uh-huh. We'll now know whether you have been in love, or whether you have fallen, or some assaulted, directly or indirectly. <laughs> but what I'm trying to establish is that for God so love, so that is to say there was a relationship between us and God. Love is a relationship. So Christianity is a relationship. Now can we proceed? What is expected of us when we seek and when we find him and when we want to follow him? The expectation of God is that by seeking, finding him, and following him, we will come into the place where we can begin to please him. Our lives will begin to please him. This theme is all about absolute, absolute, what I call absolute discipleship. Absolute discipleship. You come, you, you, you begin to desire more of God. Something in you will just be going after him. It should just be an extraordinary, extraordinary, what, inside of you. I don't know how to, I don't know how to explain, but if, if you have really fallen in love with God, you will understand what I'm talking about. And every
every day you begin to desire him. You don't go by yesterday's seeking or yesterday's finding. Every day you will continue to desire more, more, more about God. And your desire will be to please him. When I'm talking about pleasing God, I'm talking about being at the center of God's will. You come to a place where you are completely sold out for God. Everything in you is completely sold out. I don't mean when you want to now say you want to do the will of God. Some people then they sing the song. Um, Thy will be done. Thy will be done. All that man makes it hard to say. That will be done. And when the brother is coming, and then you have prayed that the will of God should be done in that marriage for you to take that decision. I'm talking to a sister now in the house. And the sister now in the house. So you may not you may not be the person I'm talking about. And so the brother is coming, but the brother and then your prayer will change, the song will change. It's no longer that his will be done. <laughs> Which other one? Eh? Abraham blessings are mine. Are we still in the house? So you have to come to a point where everything in you will want to please God. Whether there is rain, whether there is sun, you are standing with him to obey and to please him at all means and by all means. Can I let you know that seeking and following the Lord is not a walk in the garden. It's not something you you know when it starts. You try and trade it for anything. And I love a song we sing. I won't trade you for silver nor gold. I won't trade you for riches untold. You are my everything. Are we still here? You come to a point where he becomes your everything. And when it happens, please hold it gorgeously. Hold, guard the relationship gorgeously. Hold it tenaciously. Because you can't find it at shop rights. What we are talking about this night cannot be gotten at shop rights. You can't buy it at social, from social media. Are we still here? Neither to worsen it, neither can you get it at a better market. So once it happens, hold tenaciously to that relationship. Don't allow any wind to blow it away. Don't allow any devil to steal it from you. Amen? So you come to a point where you love him, where you follow him, and where you go closer to him. Now give me, as we begin to round up, give me Luke 14, 26. If you are there, please say, I'm there. So here we go. If any man come to me and hate not his father. Somebody say, and hate not his father. I want you to talk. And let's go, let's go together again. And mother and wife and children and brethren and sisters. Yeah! And his own life also. He cannot be my disciple. So there is an invitation for you to hate your father. Hate your mother. Hate your friend. Are we still in the house? Hate your possessions at your age. Hate these things if you want to seek and if you want to follow. To worsen it, he said, you must hate your life. 
If I may ask, as you are seated here, you've been born again since last five years. How many things have you really hated in following the Lord? Write those things. Write up. Number one, this is what I have hated. If you have not hated anything, you have not started. And God brought you here this weekend so that you can start. You must say it, including your own life. Hate yourself in order for you to seek and to follow and to follow fervently. Not just following. Your own followership must be different from others. That's what the Bible is trying to say. So you must hate. You must hate. <laughs> oh my God. You must hate. Hate everything in order to follow him. Hate family members. Hate including the, those friends you have on social media. Those are Facebook friends. You have to hate them. You hate yourself. Hate properties. Just to follow the Lord. What are we talking about? God wants you to come to a place where he is actually the one that will matter. He becomes the, the priority of your life. He becomes the first. That's the summary of that verse. God, the first. Every other thing is secondary. That's why we sang the song when we started. Must come to a point where he is actually the one that matters. Including yourself. You don't bother about yourself. Just to please him. Displeasing yourself in order to please him. So you come to a point where you hate everything. He becomes the priority of your life. Everything about you, he will become the number one. That's exactly what we are talking about. You want to displease yourself in order for you to please him. He is saying, okay, um, I have ordained for you to marry John. I believe that the John in this chapel is already married. If there are two Johns. Okay. Okay, Samuel. I believe that anybody who is Samuel in this house is also already married. And then and then God is saying, Okay, 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 I can see you. Sister Joshua. Amen. And he's saying no, this is the person. And then you don't want the person. You don't like John. You don't like his village. Maybe also in Ziago and you don't like him this I'm not talking about okay, the guy would he's coming from my place, eh? Amen. Thank you, He's coming from it. You don't like him detail. Let me use my own village before the brother will be coming from Joyce. Amen. So you don't want to marry from that side. And you don't like him. But this matter is for tomorrow. Amen. But I'm just using it as an example tonight that and there might be other things god may be asking you to do he wants you to drop this okay i don't want you to wear this dress let me use a dress before i will be confusing some people maybe there are people who are battling with their conscience and that's the god the god has been speaking to and you are still battling you don't want to do what god have asked you to do so okay the beginning on one side let's keep it by the side so god doesn't want me to wear this dress are we still here so what will i do and i like this dress what is God expecting me to do? God is expecting me to forget about this dress. Eh? Forget about my like for the dress. And do what? And focus on what he wants me to wear. Does that make sense? Eh? So what God wants you to do, come to a place where you are no longer so ambitious, so concerned about your own will. 
but about the will of God and about being sold out completely for him to please him. Amen. I pray for somebody tonight. I pray for somebody in the house tonight. From this weekend, your life will take a 360 degree turnaround to serve the Lord, to love the Lord, and to follow him fervently to the end of your life in the name of Jesus. I take these scriptures and then I quote the other one and we are done. Please give me this scripture if it is possible. If you have message Bible, because this is going to summarize everything I have decided to do here tonight. Philippians chapter 3, 7 to 8. If you have message Bible, if you have New Living Translation, you can give me any of these translations. Yes. Are we there? He has promised he will never fail. Hold on, hold on. The very credentials these people are waving around are something special. I'm tearing up and throwing out with with what? With the trash along. With everything else I used to take credit for. And why? Because of Christ. The New Living Translation, if you have it. The New Living Translation, if you do, if you don't, we go from there. I once thought these things were valuable. But now I consider them worthless because of what, what Christ has done. Now, you must come to a place, in being sold out for God, you must come to a place where nothing else matters. Apostle Paul was saying, the credentials, qualifications, certificates, you know, the fame, all that people boast about. I now consider them, King James, we say, I consider them as dunch. And where we have just a message, Bible is saying, I had to put them in a trash. The reason being that I might gain Christ. The reason being that I will follow, I will seek, I will find him with all that is within me. If I may ask, how many things as a youth have you decided to put in a trash just because of your love for Jesus? The psalmist finally give me some some sister three, please. Some sister three, as we summarize. Finally, give me some sister three. Just mark those things as we are going to pray tonight. Some sister three, one, two, three, please. God, you are my God. I can't get enough of you. I have worked, worked up, I have worked up such hunger and thirst for God. Traveling across the no, please can you give me King James? King James. King James. Thank you, Jesus. I'm a lady bush. Yes, we are there. Oh God, thou art my God. Early will I seek thee. My soul thirsts for thee. My flesh thirsted for thee. My flesh longeth for thee in a dry and thirsty land where no water is. Yes. To see thy power and thy glory as I have seen thee in the sanctuary. That was the kind of longing. A young man like David, whose heart, everything in him, went after God. 
can I let you know that in this grace season, what is going to bring about the sustainability of your faith and walking with God all the way, all through your lifetime, is coming to a place where you can be completely sold out for God. Apostle Paul says, said, everything that matters, everything that was significant, I have to put them in a trash. You must come to a place where you must trash your pride, trash some of these things that are limiting you, trash your likeness for that boy, trash your likeness for that girl, so that you might be able to follow and follow even to the very end. Trash even the things that is going through your heart. You know there is one they call Afuronyakoro. You don't even know whom to tell. It's only between you and God. All those things must be trashed into the can so that you can follow and follow to the very end. As I summarize, I use, my, I use myself as an example tonight. I gave my life to Christ. Yes, can I have that sound? I gave my life to Christ. 28th of August on a Tuesday 1984 so I'm going to be close to 40 years seeking following fervently not looking back I took that decision between the hours of 5pm to 5.30 on that Tuesday and Reverend Dr. Omopai was the person that made the call in that meeting and I stood up was it that I hadn't given my life to Christ in the time past in the secondary school? I had already done that. I, in fact, I, do, I did it severally. Do I have witnesses in the house? Uh -huh. In Pleasant Garden, we run what is known as the Pleasant Garden Reading Club in secondary schools. We partner with the Minister of Education. We have over 100 schools under our jurisdiction. And I, I tell our facilitators, any school you go to, and this week, the, the children, they stood up this week, and next week they are standing. Even tomorrow, if they stand, please lead them to Christ. Because I went through that experience. And I know what it's like. You know, you will just hear this word of God and you know something in you will just say, ah, I need to stop this. And then I will stand. And tomorrow, again, you will go back to your vomit. Do, do I have witnesses? Just do your hand like this. I'm, I'm a witness now. Aha. So I took that decision. Now hear this. I have never regretted before this month we run out, I will be 39 in the Lord. I have never regretted getting addicted to Jesus. And I don't plan regretting being addicted to him till Shiloh comes. Whatever you want in life can be found in Christ. By the grace of God, I have moved around nations preaching the gospel. I was telling somebody I have been to, I was telling somebody in Lagos, I have been to like close to 20 churches, over 20 churches in UK and in the US as a guest speaker. And I want to tell you, I have not regretted following Jesus, including tomorrow. What is keeping you at the gallery? Why not drop those things and say tonight, God, this weekend, I will follow, I will seek you, I'll be completely sold out for you, and I will follow even to the very end. Sometimes when we move around at night, my colleagues, when they see me, say, Joy, uh, cancel. They will call you cancel so that they will remind you that you are a lawyer. Cancel. This thing you guys are doing at night is very risky. My dear, 
whether it's risky or not is immaterial the point is i have decided to call every other thing a dunce just to bring souls into the kingdom and to raise others who will bring souls into the kingdom and to be completely sold out for him till he shows up by your head everywhere what are you waiting for at your age eh? even your age mates are raising the dead and you are still here you will backslide you will somersault you pray two hours you say you are tired even five minutes is a problem I want you to talk to God and tell God from tonight I want to follow I want to seek you and I want to walk all the way with you for life talk to Jesus all eyes closed talk to Jesus stop playing the gallery if you keep just living the way you are living do you know how many years you have to spend here if you are already 20 do you know how many hours minutes you have wasted I pray that all the investment for this program will never be in vain because of you chapel has invested including their time their resources their energy and we're also wasting saliva this saliva will never be in vain you must take a decision this weekend it's Jesus all the way and briefly I want to pray for somebody who is here you have not given your life to Christ before or you have given and you collected it back and you are you have heard the word of god tonight and say mommy joy i want to be completely sold out and i want to follow now please stand if you are such a person stand i want to briefly pray with you as i hand this microphone over can, can i let you know that opportunity divine opportunities doesn't just come anyhow sometimes if you miss a divine opportunity you may not regain it for life i tell you you will never regain it for life so when a call like this is being made if i were you and you have gotten it wrong somewhere i believe that somebody is praying you are not supposed to be doing any other thing except to pray now i don't have time again i said such people stand people already stand now say, stand please just close your eyes i'm going to pray for you and after praying for you i'm not going to stop praying for you here i'm going to take your case to my altar and let me see the devil that will bundle you to her that devil has not been manufactured he has promised come come all of you leave your seat and come he will never fail i will follow come 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 and follow i will follow come on come on come on leave your seat come he has promised he will never fail you can rely on him Come close, come close. 
Jesus, we thank you for these ones. With their mother they have confessed. And God, we ask that God will forgive them. I join my faith together with the faith of the saints in the house. And Lord, we present them before your majesty on your tomb. You. And ask that God, please forgive, empower them, equip them. Give them all it takes to walk with Jesus for the rest of their days. Thank you, because they will follow and follow to the very end. In Jesus Christ's precious name, we pray. Amen. Be on your feet. Be on your feet. Tomorrow, because my time is up. Tomorrow, if you wish to be baptized in the Holy Ghost, just come. Come prepared. God will baptize you. Lift up those hands. I want to commit into God's hand. If no one joins me, still I will follow. If no one joins me, say it as a minute. Still I will follow. If no one joins me, still I will follow. I want to hear you declare it. in this house. No turning back. We will follow you. We will seek you fervently, expectantly, even until the very end in the name of Jesus. Thank you because you are the rewarder of them that diligently and fervently them that diligently and fervently seek you. Therefore, we will seek you. We will follow you. No turning back. Thank you for hearing these prayers. And I declare and declare by the decree of the watchers, so shall it be, even unto the very end. For in Jesus Christ, precious name, we prayed. Amen.